Well, on this Thursday, it kind of feels like the Apostle Paul is about to punch us all in the face. <laughs> but it might be the wake-up call we all need. And we're going to see that today in Philippians chapter 2. Yeah, this is awesome chapter, and yeah. I think people are going to enjoy it. Uh, you're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Scott. I'm Junior. And, uh, Did you say people are going to enjoy it because it's a little harsh with the punch in the well, face? Yeah, I mean, but it gives us, it takes us back to Jesus. So that's, <laughs> that's right. That's the really good that's thing right. about it. Yeah. And um, you want to go ahead and start? Verse yeah. 1? It says, is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and passionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. I feel like that. We could just memorize that one right, right there. All of this is, this is a great chapter to yeah. memorize if you memorize yeah. chapters. Yeah. Yep. You must have the same attitude that Christ had. Though he was God, he did not think equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. Now, if you're reading along with us through this section here, you'll probably notice that it's set off as in poetic fashion. And many believe that this was an early creed or it was something that the early church recited on a regular basis to remember that this Jesus is God. Yeah. And it's some of the best known passages in Scripture that point to the deity of Jesus, that he yeah. was God. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the highest place of honor and gave him the name above all other names, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. No matter what anybody says about Jesus right now, they will someday declare that he is Lord. Yeah. Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you, and now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. And then verse 14 is kind of a little bit of that punch in the gut yeah. you can kind of feel like, because yep. this, is, this is, and I'll let you take it from here. Sure. Do everything without complaining and arguing. Hey, I tell you what, let's all memorize this together. Let's uh, let's everybody say this out loud with me. Do, Do everything, everything without, without complaining, complaining and, and arguing. arguing. Hey, should we say it one more time? I don't want to, Dad. Let's stop. Do I, I don't like this. Dad, I don't like doing <laughs> without complaining and arguing. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you what. And all of you parents ought to have your children memorize this. As a family, say it out loud together over and over and over. Boy, what a way to live. If you yeah. can get just that established in your life, that'll take care of a lot of the misery. But don't do what I'm guilty of and pass it on to the kids without owning it yourself. <laughs> What yeah. are you complaining about? Right. What are you what are you arguing about? Yeah. Verse 15. So that no one can criticize you. That's that's a good thing. If you yeah. if you're never complaining or arguing, then you're going to receive less criticism against you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. I know we live in a culture that see is so dark, but can we see the opportunity in that? That the darker it is around us, the brighter the light within us can shine. Home, hold firmly to the word of life. That's what we're reading right now. This is the word of life. Hold firmly to the word of life. 
Then on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless. So he's saying, you hold firmly to this word of life. And then in the time of judgment, I'm going to rejoice because I'm going to see that, that I didn't do all this work and go through all this suffering for nothing. But I will rejoice, even if I lose my life, pouring it out like a liquid offering to God, just like your faithful service is an offering to God. And I want all of you to share that joy. Yes, you should rejoice and I will share your joy. If the Lord Jesus is willing, I hope to send Timothy to you soon for a visit. Then he can cheer me up by telling me how you are getting along. I have no one else like Timothy who genuinely cares about your welfare. All the others care only for themselves and not for what matters to Jesus Christ. But you know how Timothy has proved himself. Like a son with his father, he has served with me in preaching the gospel. I love that because Timothy, you know, though he as Paul says, is just so took an interest in others. He's a book, a book of the Bible named after him. He's a letter yeah, to him them, throughout, yeah. throughout scripture. Yeah. Um, and, and so you see that Timothy didn't elevate himself, mm-hmm. but he was elevated. Yep. Verse 23, I hope to send him to you just as soon as I find out what is going to happen to me here. And I have confidence from the Lord that I myself will come to see you soon. Meanwhile, I thought I should send Epaphroditus back to you. He is a true brother, co-worker, and fellow soldier, and he was your messenger to help me in my time of need. I'm sending him because he has been longing to see you, and he was very distressed that you heard he was ill. <laughs> That's interesting. He was ill, and he was distressed that you guys heard about it that you, because you, he didn't want you to worry. Wow. Yeah. And he certainly was ill. In fact, he almost died. But God had mercy on him and also on me so that I would not have the sorrow, one sorrow after another. So I am all the more anxious to send him back to you, for I know that he will be glad to see you, and that I will be so I will not be so worried about you. Welcome him in the Lord's love and with great joy, and give him the honor that people like him deserve. For he risked his life for the work of Christ, and he was at the point of death while doing for me what you couldn't do from far away. Yeah. Great chapter. It. He's Paul's such chapter. a good writer. Yeah. All right, All right, let's get over to, to Psalms. Yes. And, uh, it would be Psalm 35 is the Psalm for today. All right, Psalm 35, and I like verse 18 is great. It's a reminder to us of what God is looking for in us. He says, then I will thank you in front of the entire congregation. I will praise you before all the people. I think a lot of us feel like it's good enough that I'm thanking God in my own heart and mind just as I'm going through my day. God, thank you for this or that, and that we praise him within our spirit. But here David proclaims this because he knows this is what God is looking for, for us to thank him in front of others to tell other people that we're grateful for how good he is to us, to praise him in front of other people. And by that, we're lifting him up. We are exalting him, and he's honored and glorified. Yeah. And so are you doing that? And will mm-hmm. you do that today? And Dad, how do you do that? Forgive me for asking, but mm-hmm. I, I, I've heard that before with people, and I know they have good hearts and good intentions, but sometimes it can come across a little abrasive maybe or maybe in your face. You know, I think it can be done in such a way that is inviting. Very naturally. Actually. Yeah, I think simply, even something, something like, well, thank the Lord for the good weather today. Yeah, I'm not taking his name in vain when I'm saying it. I, I'm sincerely believing us. Thank yeah. the Lord for the good weather today. Or somebody tells us something good that happens to that happened to them and to say something like, well, God, boy, God's being good to you. Yeah. Those little statements, even to, un, especially to unbelievers, yeah. especially unbelievers, are just little seeds. And sometimes those little seeds are what leads to bigger conversations. Sure. So you're not giving little sermonettes. No, 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 no. You don't like get that. preachy. Yeah, no. yeah. I love it. Very cool. All 
All right. Well, today is National Gourmet Coffee Day. I don't even know what that means, though. Well, I love to me, good all gourmet coffee. coffee. Is there a difference between regular coffee and gourmet yeah, coffee? Yeah, there's like cheap Folgers and then there's good whole bean coffee that you grind yourself. You know, I like to grind my own coffee. I like, yeah. and uh, and I like, we got Jack over here. He's like waving nine. We have, we're at nine minutes right now and I wasn't yeah. paying attention. So he's <laughs> doing a little dance on the side. So, <laughs> he said too much gourmet coffee. Yeah, I, I, love, uh, I love good gourmet coffee. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have no idea what the so, difference is. So go enjoy some gourmet coffee. I'll probably be drinking Folgers since I don't get the difference. Well, and honestly, I like coffee so much that when I'm out of the country and you can't find, there's places you can't find coffee. I bring little packets of instant coffee. Oh, that stuff's with the me. worst though. It's, it's pretty bad. You <laughs> and, almost drink that you know, just for the caffeine, right? It is kind of funny because I, I spent uh, about three weeks in Guatemala doing a language uh immersion to learn Spanish yeah. and Guatemala produces some of the best coffee in the world. I couldn't find a good cup of coffee anywhere. And I was in, in a town called Dantigua, which is kind of a touristy area. I couldn't get a good coffee cup of coffee anywhere. The people that we stayed with, we lived with, yeah. them, they just had instant coffee. They drink instant coffee where they produce the best coffee in the world. <laughs> so there's some cultures that they just get used to it. Sure. I think. And I feel like Israel, that's Israel. When we were in Israel, I could not find good coffee unless you get the Tur Turkish coffee. Well, it's not even but, Turkish coffee. It's more of a European style coffee. So there it's more of an espresso style okay. coffee. I just yeah. remember being in the yurt in Israel and just thinking like, I wish Jesus turned water into coffee right now because <laughs> this is bad stuff. Yeah, you can't find good filtered coffee in Israel, or honestly, you can't find it in Europe, yeah. um, or maybe someplace in Europe you can. Okay. I know in Eastern Europe, when I was just in Romania, it was all espresso. So even if you order a coffee, it's really what you're getting is Americano, which okay. is espresso with water added to it. Well, hey, all that to say, National yeah, Gourmet Coffee Day. I, aren't you glad that I was able to discuss coffee with all of you today? You're <laughs> listening to Between the Lines. Coffee. Yeah, Prohibition. What was that, yesterday and yeah. then coffee today? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, make it a good day today. God bless.